Nelson Mandela said, education is the most powerful weapon which you can change the world. Benjamin Franklin said, an investment in knowledge pays the best interest. Here we will focus on the two whys of the company, financial freedom and individual growth. Welcome to the Empower Podcast. On this episode, I'm interviewing Dan Lake and Danny McLeave. These two own a commercial solar company here in Salt Lake, and what they specialize in is helping anybody with tax liability get down their federal uh, liability through solar credits. So basically, if you're familiar with a PPA or a lease, you could come on as an investor where you own that lease or you own that PPA, which means you get that federal tax credit, and then the business rents or leases that uh, solar system from you. So if you have a high income and you're trying to figure out some tax strategies, this could be an option. So we're going to go into that, their background, how they got into this, how it works. And again, if you have a high federal liability, this could be the episode for you. All right. Welcome to another Empower episode. I'm really excited to have Dan and Danny on on today. Uh, We're going to be covering a lot of topics, but the main topic that the reason that they're here today is to talk about tax strategy. Uh, This is a very progressive tax strategy we're going to cover today essentially, and we'll get into this a little bit deeper, but after you've done a lot of your write-offs, whatever your remaining tax liability is, that's where Dan and Danny could be very beneficial to you. And so that's why I want to bring them on is as reps are making more money and leadership, whatever it is, as you go from making 80 to, you know, 120, 130, where your basic write-offs will work, as you start breaking into the two, three, fours, where you're in leadership and maybe it's higher then you need to start looking at more progressive tax strategies, Uh, sitting down with your tax guy the next year after that income year and just doing your write-offs won't be enough. You need to be a little bit more progressive and and you need to start doing stuff during that year. And uh, this could be a great option. I worked with these guys last year. I'm going to work with these guys again this year. And so I wanted to bring him on. So Dan, Danny, welcome to Empower, to the podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Yeah. So quick background in I'm sure a lot of it will be uh, Dan talking today. A uh, quick background about Dan. I met him uh, on the mission in Southern California. After uh, the mission, he came back. He finished his associates at Snow College, uh, got into construction with plumbing, HVAC, did some sales and marketing, and then got into door-to-door and sold various products in door-to-door for a couple years. And then in 2010, he started a pest control company and uh, they focus on bed bugs. So they, they did that in Denver, Cincinnati, Cleveland, and then Orlando. And then in 2014, they got into solar in Vegas and then got into, and then came to Utah, which we'll get into. And so um, maybe let's start right there. How did you guys go from pest control to solar? Dan's laughing like it's a funny story or something. Well, it, it, it kind of is. So anyway, so, so uh, yeah, we got into pest control back in 2010. And um, anyway, you, you just started much like uh, everybody else, you know, knocking doors, grinding it out. And, uh, and, and you know, the, the, the economy was kind of tough at the time. But anyway, so, but, um, but we figured out, you know, our niche and what was, what was working for us. And, uh, and we were all up and down the Wasatch Front, and 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 like you said, we uh, we expanded into into Florida. I moved out to Orlando. It was uh, anyway, re- really cool, real fun experience for us that way. Um, so that anyway, so we were so in 20, 2013, 2014, I, anyways, in twenty thirteen. I, I, if you don't mind me sharing this uh, yeah. this little story, any story, so, let's hear it. So, so yeah, so Brandon and I, we, we've known each other for like 18, 19 years type of thing. So back when we were just, that's, just young That's pups. weird to say that. Yeah. 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 You, know, and anyway, you want to say like four or five years, but it's been a long time. It's been a, it's been a bit. It's yeah, been a, a it's while. Crazy. And uh, anyway, I just anyway, met one of your employees upstairs and I was like, hey, Scott? Yeah. Scott Gemmel? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyway, I knew him. Anyway, long time. So anyway, 20 years. So anyway, uh, so yeah, so I... Uh, so Danny was we were operating in different in uh, in different states. Danny was here in Salt Lake. I moved out to Orlando to to build the business out there. And um, anyway, I was I was moving back to Utah once, uh, after we got an established there. And I was um, 
and you and I had kind of kept tabs on each other. I, I, you were you were selling pest control at the time. Yeah. And um, anyway, I was on my way back uh, back to Utah. I was traveling through through uh, through Kansas City, and I lost my transmission on I seventy. I'm twelve hundred miles away from uh, from where I live in, in Utah, and, and uh, thirteen hundred miles away from where I just come from, and. Anyway, I'm stranded in this hotel waiting for my uh, for my vehicle to get fixed. And anyway, just so happened that Brandon was right down the street in Kansas City. Anyway, we we went out to lunch and just kind of talked about yeah, you know, just life, business, and uh, anyway, I introduced me to uh, Dave Bolbetta, anyway, good friend of ours at the, yeah. at this point. But that's but that's really where I feel like um, so Brandon and I were kind of reconnected after uh, after how many ever many years. Um, Anyway, which is crazy because I was just that was my last summer in Pest, so I it stayed a couple extra weeks. I think it was it in September. Do you remember? It was Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend. I lost okay. my transmission on Labor Day, so every every year I kind of commemorate <laughs> that time. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, I I think I stayed a little bit later because of that I'd usually be home by then, and then I knew I was leaving, and then so Dave was and a lot of our guys know Dave. Dave's the OG here. He's like the godfather as far as teaching like guys the right way. So OG is that like I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, there might be a generation gap here. So is that? He's just he's just one of the he's the vets. Like a lot of our guys okay. are like are younger. They're in their low twenties or mid twenties. Okay. So Dave Dave's one of the older guys. He's one of the older guys like okay. us. Like right? us. Okay. <laughs> um, but. Uh, so Dave, Dave wanted to stay in door to door and I can't remember if I reached out to you or you reached out to me or how that, that lunch happened. Um, it's crazy that we're in the same city, but I'm like, Dave, why don't you go work with Dan? And then Dave did go yeah. end up working with you for yeah. a couple of years in solar. Yeah. And, and, um, it, 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 yeah, I'll, it, let, let me circle back just a, just a yeah, little yeah. bit. So anyway, uh, we ha- we have this lunch and, uh, Anyway, d- didn't think too much of it, but anyway, it was kind of fun to just to reconnect and and uh, and talk about where we are and where future plans and things. So anyway, um, about a not quite a year later, I'm flying back out to Florida to uh, and we were working at we were we were selling that office and uh, and on my way back on this I I meet this guy on the airplane that's um, anyway he he's kind of your your larger than life you know really. I mean, he just talks a mile a minute. You know, a r- really fun guy. Anyway, he's talking. He's he's selling solar, and uh, it was he was in selling. In Florida, yeah. Uh, it w- it was on a connecting flight from Denver. But okay. anyway, but I was but anyway, but I was on my way back, and and he's telling me about this about it's like about selling solar and talking about you know the commissions that he makes and and what and what he's offering. And I was like, no way. You're like, For this reals? is better than pets. People can get. Solar on their house, they can save money right away, and they don't have to come up with any money out of pocket. I was like, Are, "You're making this up." What you're was he up. making? I'm just curious. What was he telling you? I don't remember. But I don't, it, it was so a lot. It's it, enough to get your attention. Yeah, it, I was just like, "Holy crap, that's that's incredible." Anyway, uh, so Danny picks me up from the airport, okay, and I'm telling him about this guy that, and he's telling and he's telling me about you know the you know the he's talking about solar. I was like. Okay, let's be real. There's only so much satisfaction you can get out of killing bugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's our guys cool. came from pests. I came from pests, so you you, you get it. You, you get it if yeah. if you did pest control. Yeah, I mean, pest pest control is is, is cool. It's I I, yeah. I, don't, I I don't know. After Actually, a couple years, you're it, done. Yeah, I, it's it's just. It's 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 very repetitive. Yeah, for it's, sure. I mean, that, which which anyway, which is why you know bed bugs was was uh, was appealing to us because it was it was kind of different and it was unique and it was kind of our own niche. But anyway, so I tell him about about this guy that I met on the airplane and he's just like, let's do it, let's go, let's let's. <laughs> and so anyway, we get we, uh, we we start doing some research, finding some companies and things, and and uh, I so I'm on Craigslist and this and I find this at this ad in Vegas that they're looking for sales reps. And uh, anyway, uh, long story short, we get, we get set up uh, uh, two weeks later where uh, it's, it's uh, just before the 4th of July, Danny and I, you know, hopping down the car and we're just like, okay, well, let's try some marketing strategies and things that, we, that have worked for us in pest control. And we, uh, and, and so we're- uh, What year is this, by the way? This is 2014. Okay. Early, early on in the uh, in 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 the industry. So we're, anyway, so what, what we were doing, we had this you know cheesy flyer that we used that uh, that would, and so we we would go out at midnight. 
we hired a bunch of uh, people on Craigslist, and, we're, and it's it's because it cools down to like 98 degrees at midnight because it's so in July. Hot. Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> You, it you was, couldn't do it in the middle of the day or they couldn't. You would cook. Yeah. You would cook. So anyway, so and but like my phone just started blowing up. So we still had our pest control company uh, in, in Salt Lake, and but we're kind of dabbling in the solar thing. And um, anyway, and, for, and, and it just kind of, it just kind of took off. And that's uh, around, around the time that you, you reached out to Dave, you reached out to me, and it was like, hey, Dave, you know, you should, you should talk to Dan because he was yeah, interested in, right. in, uh, in solar. He was living in, in California at the time. Yeah. And... Um, Anyway, long story short. Anyway, so so Dave, Dave pack, packs up all his earthly belongings and moves to and moves to Vegas. Um, I, I'm like Dave. I think there's actually a better opportunity for you out in San Antonio. Out, there's a anyway. It was, we, we anyway had had a measure of success. He moves out anyway. So uh, Dave moves out to San Antonio. Does anyway does really well out there. Anyway, I, I, you know a couple years later, Hank Dave, I think you need to come back and what, can move to Utah. I got yeah. I got an opportunity for you out here. So anyway, so so Dave and I have we have we have a you know great relationship and uh, anyway I got him to move four times without uh, <laughs> anyway j- just That's chasing cr- this it's opportunity. It's crazy yeah. to so, think about doing solar in 2014. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. that's so long ago. It blows my mind. Yeah, seven years. Yeah. But anyway, but it all started from that from that lunch that we had at Chipotle in Kansas City. When I uh, back in 2013, crazy. So we come full circle now. Was uh, Vegas one to one net metering back then? At the time, yeah, it was. And it was Texas. Texas was close, close to that. But they had the some but other credits or something, didn't they? Yeah, utility rebates. Yeah, rebates. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. And because I remember, I think Dave sold quite a bit in Texas. Yeah, he did really well. I think we did. He did, you know, 21, 22 deals in one month. Insane. Which is insane. Yeah, that's it insane. Pr- and that, that was all at the flyer model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so other, yeah, other types of marketing that we did as well. That's but yeah. cool. So, so then you guys came. I'm interested to hear the transition from Vegas and Texas back to Utah in solar specifically. Um, what brought you back? I know you guys are both from here. Dan's from Delta. Danny's from Ag- West Valley. West Valley. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, we just we, we wanted to raise our kids here, and we, this is where it come. And um, anyway, it, you guys have known if, you, if anybody has been in the solar industry for a while, you know that the they call it the solar coaster. You yeah. Know, you know, you know, we always talk about the solar coaster. It, it happens. So anyway, yeah. so so and uh, you know the markets evolve, things things uh, things change. Things sure. And. Uh, Anyway, but yeah, but we long story short, we we, we sold the pest control company uh, in 2015. It was just too much to do solar and pest control at the same yeah. time. It was just uh, overwhelming. So anyway, so yeah, so anyway, we, but um, yeah, so we, we we're really you know came back to Utah when I wanted to wanted to really just kind of set up shop yeah. here. Anyway, got anyway, uh, you got our contractor's license, started doing our own installs in 2016. And, uh, and re- really we've kind of, we've mostly been in Utah ever since. Cool. And, and I came out and why I was running Banyan was throwing on a solar shirt at night, cruising up to Salt Lake and closing deals and, and nobody yeah. like, no. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but I got Brandon into solar. <laughs> I recruited him. So you're welcome. You're welcome. Empower. <laughs> it was always so funny. Cause like when I'd sit down with homeowners, yeah. And thank you, by the way. <laughs> Sincerely, thank you. Um, when I was sitting down with homeowners, I'm like, there's none of these people know that I'm running a company during the day. Like I'm just coming across as just like just another sales guy, you know? And yep. I, I loved that. I thought that was so cool. But so I that's where I learned everything. I learned everything from these guys and Dave teaching me the ways in, in Utah. And at the time, I'm grateful for the experience because at the time people paid more to go solar and we would talk about breaking even in the four or five years. And then, then it would become cheaper. And because of that mindset, that's why when I went to California, I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's like the easiest sell ever. We can drop their bill 35% from day one. This is crazy. And so that experience just made me think, so if solar is possible there at that time, then it was possible anywhere. Um, so kind of changing gears a little bit. Now you guys are in, in commercial, you guys were doing residential at the time. I started learning everything from you guys. Um, how did you get into commercial and why did you get into commercial? Well, it was kind of a, it was, it was a natural progression, really. I mean, like we would sell, sell, 
uh, we'd sell a homeowner and then he'd be like, Hey, well, can we do, can we do solar on my business or can we do? And, and, um, and, and we just started to get these leads and it was, uh, and we're like, okay, we're just kind of just figuring it out. And, but the, the process early on was very frustrating there. I mean, if, if you guys don't know, uh, I, commercial can be is very complex it can be and uh, and there's a, a lot of nuances and uh, and and we spent a couple years really just trying to get this process figured out and um, anyway we get we'd finally get to where we're like okay we finally got all the information that we need with all the power bills and okay this is how we're gonna offset their demand this is gonna how we're gonna do this we're gonna do that okay here's how we calculate the uh, the incentives with the state credit and the federal credit and then the depreciation and how and how all of that how all of that works are very complex and then we finally you know sit down with them and then the customer would be like I don't know if I really want a four hundred thousand dollar loan I don't know I think if I get that I can make more money doing this or that and and uh, and to sell a um, a commercial deal as a purchase was was extremely difficult. Um, yeah, I remember that. I never went to any of those, but I, I think Dave had one that he gave to you guys and he was just explaining to me and I'm just like, man, the complexity is insane. Yeah. Cause they're, they're different. Maybe just briefly go over that for 30 seconds to a minute. How is a commercial bill different than a residential? Cause there's these demand things and it's, it's like entirely different. It's so, not just cap rate. Like you're paying 10 cents. Right. And if you use more than you're paying 12. Right. Right. So there anyway so e- e- even within that question there's like like tons of different th- there's a bunch more questions because yeah. uh, there's a schedule 23 schedule 6 schedule 6a six, and the and like like an agriculture as industrial as it was and like so uh, but like let's say it's uh, a schedule 6 uh let's say they're a manufacturing company and they uh, or okay let, this is a bit, this is a better example so uh, a dentist office they, uh, a dentist office you know they actually have a lot of equipment Sure. Where they uh, where compressors and things, and and first thing in the morning they're going to kick everything on, and they're going to have this spike in uh, in in their usage. Yeah. So anyway, so everything kicks on, and the, anyway, so but in that spike, the uh, utility company is going to charge them what is called demand. So anyway, so their their actual cost per kilowatt hour might be actually relatively cheap, but their uh, that spike. In, uh, in in that usage, whether, or whether, or let's say all their AC, their AC kicks on or whatever, they, that's that, that spike, they're nailed for that spike. And that is probably, you know, 60, 70% of their actual power bill is mm-hmm. the demand. So anyway, so it's not just offsetting power, we have to offset the right kind of power, the expensive power. So anyway, so for example, we did a, a dentist office uh, a few years ago where they had they already had solar. But it was on the it was on the south south face. They had some carports, and then on their west face. Okay. And um, anyway, but they still had a significant power bill with demand. So anyway, with our expertise at the time, anyway, so we were like, gosh, well, what if we put solar on the east side? I mean. Uh, pretty simple right so anyway, for the so morning did, usage yeah because when everything kicks on yeah. in the mornings that's not touching any of the demand so anyway sure. so we did you know anyway, add some more solar and that uh, that virtually limited it wow. their power bill cool but the power but the solar company that ins- that installed it originally that just did the south and did the west weren't thinking that way yeah so because they're probably thinking from a residential paradigm right i don't know yeah i don't know so why did you guys get into commercial I think for me, it's a uh, it it. I just I just saw the opportunity. I was just like that. Okay, if if it's done if it's done right, it is so powerful. It is so it, and it is and it is such a good deal for the customer and for the uh, and for the rep and for the for every. It's, it can be such a win win if it's done correctly. Right. So anyway, so I, anyway, so it took. Uh, but it took, like I said, it took a couple years to, to get to get the ins and outs done, and then and then another year plus figuring out the uh, the financial side to figure out like, okay how uh, because okay so the, our our niche market is really between is like a fifty kW to like a hundred and fifty kW. Okay. Traditionally, or a lot of the uh, the big companies that offer commercial PPAs or commercial leases. They only want to do 500 kW or bigger. Anyway, they they just they just don't want to mess around with it with it with 
with this this smaller market. So anyway, so really, it's, it was an underutilized market, and uh, and we figured out the ins and outs of how to make it legal. We talked to all kinds of tax attorneys, uh, CPAs, and uh, and and advisors and professionals in the industry to really figure out the 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 financial side to how all of this was actually going to work. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, so so to answer your question, why? Because it's freaking awesome. <laughs> if it's done correctly. If it's done correctly, yeah. I mean, it is. It's a, it's a no brainer for everybody, and everybody wins. And uh, anyway, the margins are good, and and uh, it, it, I, I guess it kind of goes back to my pest control example of like, you know, there's only so much satisfaction you can get out of killing bugs. I, I mean, you know, uh, you know, selling a bunch of three and four kW, you know, houses and things. Yeah. I mean, that, like, there's nothing wrong with that, but it, but but the um, anyway, but the, the nuances, anyway, the complexity of the of the commercial actually is you know kind of appeals to me. Yeah, it's it's, it's, a, it's more a fun, fun challenge. I like the challenge. Yeah. So let's let's talk about it from the customer standpoint. So let's go through maybe one of the current ones you're working on from the business standpoint, so everybody can understand why it is an attractive deal as a business. Okay. With all the state credits and everything, because everybody that works for us is probably in California, Florida, wherever, they're not thinking about state credits because those don't exist where right. we're at. So maybe walk us through like what a, the business is currently paying, how much they would take out a loan for, what they would be paying, what they're saving, all that stuff. Okay. So we so we, we don't really do a whole lot of purchases anymore, just because like it, like I said, it, it can be you know so complex. Yeah. But anyway, but for so, ninety uh, percent of the time, we're we're presenting the 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 lease, the the, the lease, the yeah. PPA, yeah, and uh, and there's not a huge difference between lease and PPA. Uh, anyway, I can go into that if we want, but probably not necessary. Yeah, but okay. it, but essentially, we're we're like let let's say we're we're going and talking to uh, to a church, for okay. example, and they have an average power bill of a thousand dollars a month. Okay, and uh, wh- whether that be demand or whatever, it do- it doesn't doesn't really matter. We're uh, we're offset. We're we're gonna save them. Uh, I, I, you know, we, we shoot for we shoot for thirty. Typically, we get around twenty five percent savings. Okay. So anyway, so they have a current power bill of a thousand bucks. We're gonna we're we're going to replace that that bill with a seven hundred fifty dollar uh, PPA. And will that PPA that seven fifty stay the same? Or is there an escalator? It's 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 a tiny escalator. It's okay. it's like half a percent or 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 one percent. But it's for but how it's, long? Uh, typically, it's typically it's a twenty year lease. Okay, and then at the end of the twenty years, what happens? Can they buy it? Can they renew? Do you guys take it off? Yeah. So the, if they want to renew, they can. Uh, but typically, typically we just sell it to them. Okay. For a dollar. For a dollar. Yeah. We so, gotta, <laughs> we gotta sell it for. We get it has to be anyway. But yeah. So then so that's market what, market value. So do yeah. you find people are looking at it from a long term perspective or short term, or both? I think most. I probably short term. Actually, so I, it, I don't it's know. It's good I, enough short term. It's yeah, because I mean they're saving money right away, and uh, I mean half a percent escalator is basically nothing. I mean like uh, and uh, anyway, so I mean if you look at uh, at what. What the utility company is going to do, or or just inflation in general? Yeah, yeah, because because my one percent or half percent or whatever is, is a lot better. Is insignificant. Whereas, yeah. uh, well, I mean, where do you think inflation is right now? Uh, for this last year, I have no idea. I I I bet you it's at least twelve percent. Yeah. This year, I mean, it's obviously that's not sustainable. And that's not going anyway, to. Sure. But but who, but it's but inflation in 3%. general. Yeah, three to five percent, I yeah. think, is pretty typical inflation. So anyway, so just inflation by itself. One percent or, or or half sure. a percent, you yeah. know, escalator. Yeah. It's, anyway, so they're saving and a cheaper bill. Yeah, they're saving money right now. They don't have to put any money down. They're uh, and and anyway, so it's no a little loan. bit of savings down. There's yeah, there's no loan. No loan. There's no lien on the building, it's, and they could essentially own it in twenty years. Yeah, and after after six years, they can buy out the system for pennies on the dollar, as well. Like, give me an idea of that. So what what's the on, so, this, on this church that goes, you know, from a thousand dollars down to seven fifty, at year six, if they want to buy it, it's a it rough would, guess. It would be essentially around a buck a watt. Wow. And then and then and then each year it uh, it, it 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 comes to, it comes down anymore. So so let's say so so anyway so it's year six and 
Yeah, and and every job and every every situation is a little different. But anyway, so yeah, so you're that, you're, you're you're six. You know, typically buck buck to a buck twenty watt, they can buy it buy the system out, and then buy you know and you know in you know ten twelve years they're at sixty cents a watt, and then so and then towards the end of the loan, so do or you think excuse me, end of the lease, it's a it's 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 essentially zero. It's essentially zero. Do you think a lot of these accounts will buy it at year six? It depends how liquid they are, and if they or oh, or, yeah. or if they're or if they're like, well, I, do I want to get a loan or do I? Or, you know, it's like I'm but, already saving money. But like that seven hundred and fifty dollar payment we just went through, what size system do you think that is? Uh, that's probably around a 50, 50, 53. Yeah, fifty three kilowatt. Yeah. Okay, so if, so they would be buying it for let's say sixty k yep. at year six. Yep. I wonder what their payment would be on that. I don't know. Depends on what kind of loan. Well, yeah, I mean, if they got a five-year loan or ten-year loan or, or or what have you. Maybe but yeah. three to four hundred bucks. Sure. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, depending yeah. on if, what they have available and stuff, but it seems like that might be the best option. Buy yeah. year six, finance it, and now your power bill is nothing compared yeah. to what it was. Right. Right. Yeah, businesses are different. I don't know if a lot of our reps think from a business perspective because we're doing residential, but the second you get into uh, businesses and you have welding equipment and different things like mm-hmm. that, you your bill can get pretty high. Right. But for a business, if you have a $1,000 power bill, that may not be a, a really big deal. Not saying that you don't want to save money. I'm just saying right. like homeowners freak out when they get a $300 power bill. Right. It's a little bit different in the business world because you just realize that's the expense yeah, of doing this business. Yeah, this is the cost of doing business. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's, that's good to go through that example. Um, so let's talk about what you guys specifically do your niche. Your niche is like you said, commercial deals between those sizes, but you also have a niche of helping people reduce their tax liability. So let's go through an example of that. Okay. So, yeah. So let's say, okay. So we, let's, let's say we have a small business or a church or, or whatever, but let, but just for real simple numbers. Anyway, so let's say, uh, Let's say, for example, we have we have this uh, you know this small business, okay. and um, anyway, and it is it's going to be a hundred thousand dollar project. Okay. You know, and uh, so that project is got is is going to be funded or going to be purchased by a third party. So the the small business he signs a lease. He's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I want to save twenty five percent on my power bill, um, and but the but the actual ownership of the system is going to be someone who has a, a significant tax bill. So okay. so like let's say so um, on a $100,000 system between so you have your 26% uh, ITC tax credit. Okay. The uh, and then you have depreciation. Now on a, on residential sales, you know this is it was kind of a pretty uh, rare that somebody does that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, it, well, if somebody does, you know, put solar on on a on a uh, rental property or whatever, then they would be able to collect depreciation in in addition to the ITC. So, um, I don't want to get too nitty gritty into how do we calculate uh, uh, depreciation because it's going to vary de- based on That's what okay. tax you, you can what just tax out a bracket you're in. Yeah. But let's say it's but let's say it's twenty four percent. Okay. For, for for I mean, but it, which system. is which? Uh, yeah. So 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 your ITC is twenty six percent. The, the cash value, the, the actual tax benefit of the depreciation on a $100,000 system is right around 24%. So now we're at 50K. So we're at 50, yeah. So 50% is around, so 50K. Is 50K a, of what? Let's clarify that. So $100,000 system. Yep. Uh, it, it, it will, will equate to about $50,000 worth of federal tax benefit. Okay. So let, now let's, let's pause that. We have this scenario in this bucket over here. Now in this other bucket, I'm a sales guy. I just made 250 grand and I've done all my write-offs and my tax guy says, Brandon, you're going to owe 50 K. So I need you to pay $50,000 in taxes. And they're like, well, I listen to this podcast. Dan has this solar credit thing, whatever. I come to you, you have that example. How can this help me now? I have to pay fifty grand to the IRS. Yeah. So, the IRS and the, in my opinion, the government does are very poor stewards of of my of my of my money. I I can do so much more with my <laughs> with with the with that fifty thousand dollars than the IRS or the anyway for the federal government ever ever could. 
So anyway, so that so which is which is perfect. So anyway, so they so okay, you can either give that fifty thousand dollars to the IRS, or you can uh, you can own one of these uh, commercial solar projects. Okay. So that so so anyway, so you're writing that check for fi- so if that fifty grand is dollar for dollar. I I can either, so I'm I'm not writing that check to the IRS. I'm writing it to uh, to this pro. Anyway, it's, anyway, I'm buying this project. And uh, in a so in uh, in Utah specifically, and we and we can and it's, it's different in every state, but essentially it works out a lot of the same way. So in Utah, there is a ten percent refundable state tax credit. So when I say refundable state tax credit, so that 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 essentially works just like a rebate. So it's it is a so whether you make money in the state of Utah or you don't, it, whether if you're in California if you're in Florida, it doesn't matter. You can still collect that state tax credit because they'll essentially just write a check it's, to you. It, that's exactly what it is. It, it works just like a, like a rebate. So anyway, so it is it is ten percent of the total system cost. So on a hundred thousand dollar system, which is you know about as small as we go, but uh, anyway, if it's a hundred thousand dollar system, you you're getting a check for ten thousand dollars. So on that on that scenario we just used, I owe, I'm going to owe the IRS fifty k. Am I going to be able to only fund half of this project? So the yeah. So anyway, so the uh, so the project is a, is a hundred. Yeah. You that's a fifty thousand dollars down. The other fifty thousand is is financed. The monthly payment on that on that financed amount on that loan is paid for by the lessee or the or the small business owner who's making payments the church on that in lease. This example. So so the church or the small business, yeah. So then I could do this whole project by myself in the example I gave. Yes. Okay, so I give you guys the 50k and my tax guy says, "Yeah, that actually works instead of paying the IRS." Yeah, because you're you're you give us 50k, we're giving you a an invoice for 100. Okay. And uh, and and setting up a loan that's anyway. So on that 50k that I gave you versus the IRS, now I'm getting a $10,000 check back cash. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting it I'm saving 10 grand right there. On my 50k, right. What else? Right. So the uh, and so you also get a so the uh, like I said the the small business that's making payments on that lease he is anyway, so the, so that that money is divvied up so part of it is going to making the loan payment and the other part is going to is going to you as a system owner. So anyway, so you get the uh, get, so you get the 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 state tax credit. Which is a uh, which which is which is a big chunk. Anyway, yeah, so you're you're chunk. talking you know twenty percent ROI. Yeah. On uh, on money that was going to go to the IRS anyways. Sure. So it's that's pretty yeah, easy to, math. Yeah. To kind of right? sum up everything, it's like no matter what, you're saving at least twenty percent on the cash you were getting. On have money to pay. that was going that was gone anyways. Yes. Okay. So you're making you know t- you know twenty percent on that on that money that was gone anyways, and then you're getting a monthly uh, residual on the lease payment. For the next five to six years, at the end of the six years, we're going to buy the system from you, anyway, which is an, which is another, which is another upfront that you get that way. What's the return every year for the five to six years? Annually, it's it's the the monthly payments is are are is is not all that much. It's it's probably I don't I don't know what the uh, the ROI is on the uh, on the monthly altogether. Altogether, it's about it's a it's a between thirty and thirty five percent when okay. you t- when you factor in the the upfront state tax credit the 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 monthly for five six years and then the buyout at the at uh, in six year at six at year six it ends up being you're, you ends up being you're making you know thirty thirty five percent ROI on that fifty grand that was going to go to the IRS anyways. Sure. What if the scenario is a little bit different? What if I made one forty? I have all my write-offs and my accountant says you're going to owe 20 grand. Should so, I call you is it worth your time or no? Yeah, it is. Cuz cuz uh, okay, on on commercial solar. Uh you you guys you guys know that anyway on residential solar it's like okay, well if I I I have a $10,000 tax credit on this on this on my house but I only pay 5,000, okay, you can carry that over for the next year, right? In commercial solar you can actually carry it back one year and then carry it forward up to 20 years. So, so let's, okay, so let's say you, your, your tax bill this year is 20,000. Let's say you paid 20,000 last year. 
you can get that. So you, you don't have to amend your taxes. You don't have to do anything. You're, you're, but, you, but you can you, you can apply that 20000 this year. You can get the 20000 that you paid last year. And then you can, anyway, then you can carry over, mm. get the other ten uh, next year. So, I mean, the... I know that's a lot of numbers there. Yeah, but, but just to go through a couple examples, if, if I did have a big tax bill last year, then this might help me for last year and this year's taxes. Yes. And if I was a solar rep for a couple of years and then I was going to go back to school and wasn't going to make as much money and I knew that, then it might be beneficial to take advantage of future years or what? Or if only I'm going to make a lot of money in future years too. What do you think, Danny? <laughs> that's 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 an oddly specific example that I was not I'm just, prepared I'm just for. But let's say, let's say wondering let's going so, forward so, instead okay, of back. Okay, so, so let's mm-hmm. say let so that so you're saying you know the last couple of years I've made pretty good money. I'm going to be going. I'm going to be going to medical school, and I'm going to yeah, and I'm yeah. not and I'm not going to be making much money over the in the next five years. Yeah, that's what you're saying, right? They they might need not need to carry it forward, but because they're not going to have a lot of income, right? In that situation, I, I would, was just asking if they'd get any type of rebate or refund or anything like that. It, it just it just carries over, so okay. they they don't get a refund because it's based on your it's federal just, taxes. Yeah, the federal okay. the Got federal it. benefit is just offsetting taxes. Got it. So the idea is to focus on this year and last year first. That's the biggest benefit, okay. and then moving beyond that, it doesn't make as much sense to try Go to carry forward. it forward fifteen yeah. years. So if I did make a, a t- like if I did owe twenty k. You said it is worth your guys' time to still give you a call. Yeah, for sure. Because like because uh, you could also go in on a deal with uh, with with more than one person. So anyway, so you so when you purchase one of these projects, it's uh, it's not you personally. You want you want to file an LLC that owns the system, and uh, and if so, let's say so let's say there's fifty thousand dollars of of tax benefit, and let's say you know two guys. Well, one guy has has twenty. Another guy has thirty. Uh, anyway, they they, they can own this system. To they can own that that business that owns the system, and they can divi- they can divvy out the tax benefit that way. And the guy that owes twenty, he's at least going to get a four grand check back. Yep. So it's four thousand dollars back that he wouldn't have got otherwise. Right. Plus a little return over the next six years. Yep. Okay. Yep. Better than a kick in the pants. Yeah, for right? sure. Money is money. Do yeah. we? <laughs> Why would why would we give the IRS any a dime more than we absolutely have to? I mean, yeah. obviously we don't. We're not talking about doing anything offshore. Yeah, we're not doing anything overly aggressive. This is sure. this is very uh, simple. This is very straightforward to the IRS code. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and any CPA will will back this up. What we're talking about. I think one question guys are going to have is how's this different than a regular PPA? Because we sell a lot of PPAs in California. And I think probably they'll wonder, is this, so is this how it works behind the scenes? Yes and no. Okay. So they were, so what, like what I was saying, you know, that, uh, the most, most companies, most big, that they're, they're, they are big time investors that, you know, we're talking, you know, hedge funds, massive money and, uh, and, uh, and they're, and they're, and how they are structured, uh, is, is substantially more complex than what we're talking about here, and um, it it the the basic idea is the same, but um, but they don't have anywhere near the flexibility that uh, that we have. Sure. Everything. So, I I I, I don't want to confuse anybody because uh, I, I mean I, I we we like I said we spent you know eighteen months you know slogging through the legalities and structures and details and how and uh, you know how the big guys do it. And then how and and how the little guys and and anyway, there, there's there's very few people that that have it set up just yeah. like what we're, we're yeah and in last year when I did I had my attorney come through it and uh, get the approval from him I had my accountant do that as well and Dan jumped on the phone with my accountant so I would say if anybody's thinking about doing this do obviously cover your own basis do your own research none of us are tax guys and so you you want to have your your tax. We are not offering tax advice. Yeah, we're not offering <laughs> tax advice. I am not advice. a tax professional, nor do I play one on the internet. Go straight to your professional and have them uh, talk to them about it. But uh, one of the questions we have is, 
do we also get a 26% ITC if we prepay taxes is a question. So if you've already paid your taxes for 2021, is that essentially what it, what were you talking about? Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it just a lot of our guys pay taxes throughout the year. Quarterly. Yeah, quarterly. Just they don't have a huge thing in the very end. Mm-hmm. And I think they want Which to is probably intelligent things for them to do. Yeah. For sure. So it would just come in the phone. It, so if so, yeah, it works exactly the same way. So let's say you make your quarterly your quarterly tax uh, tax payments. And then, and then, let's say you file in February, March, or whatever. You would get a, t- then you just get a refund that way. If you haven't paid anything in the in 2021, then that anyway, then it would just be in lieu of making those quarterly payments or making that end of year payment. And you don't have to do that during the tax year because you can go back the previous year, right? So you don't need to do this transaction in 2021 to use it for 2021. It's clean. It's cleaner and easier. It has to apply first to the current year. Correct. So if you do it in 2022, first it applies to 2022, and then the excess gets carried back. So if if we're talking, you know, fifty thousand dollars of tax equity, and and let's say I I pay twenty five thousand twenty five thousand, you know, last year and this year, right? Just like what Danny says, you know, it's going to first apply to this year. And then anything left over will go to last year. Yeah, I know my accountant said to do it in the current year. 100%. He said, don't wait till the next year. So, and I know we're coming towards the end of the year. So, might be something you want to, if you're listening to this, I, I can't give specific tax, tax advice. The only thing I can say is I recommend checking in with your accountant before the end of the year versus waiting till after the year to go over your taxes. Yeah, I would do it right away. Actually, I w- don't wait till December. Your CPA yeah. is going to be really busy with other guys that are that have been putting this off. I've just found in my personal life that as your income grows, the more stuff I had to do in the current year versus waiting until the next year when you're just filing your taxes. So don't wait till the last week in December to call me. <laughs> by the way, we may or may not have a project for you to fund. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not, I'm I'm still going to take your call, but I but let's let's be proactive here for sure. Everything. So the anyway, so anyway, just and just maybe clarify that even even more about about uh, carrying it back. So the de- so you can so you cannot carry back depreciation, which is which is you know half of the tax benefit that we're talking about here. So anyway, so you can carry back the ITC, but you can't carry back depreciation. What about you, the state credit? The state tax credit is the year that current it's, year. It's okay. the current year. So current you're only year. getting the ITC if you go back a year. Yes. Okay. So it's. I don't want to get too too much yeah. in the weeds here, but but yeah, it's. So kind of switching gears. Then, um, you're an entrepreneur. You guys have your own business. You your residential solar side, and then you moved into commercial, and now this tax stuff. Um, you did door to door for a while. How did you feel that? How how has door to door helped you? I mean, you did door to door for how long and. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, so Danny and I. Uh, anyway, so we're, we're we're brothers-in-law. His his wife and my wife are sisters. And okay. uh, anyway, so we we so we knew each other for a little bit before we uh, before we uh, became business partners. But um, anyway, so yeah, so we, you know, ver- various different uh, uh, backgrounds and things. But anyway, but yeah, I got I got my start in door-to-door sales, uh, uh, selling water softeners. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. This guy just knocked on my door one day and. And uh, think, <laughs> and I was like, so how does this work? What do you, what do, you, what do you do? And yeah. uh, and and he's so like, so he oh. was trying to sell you the system. Yes. But then you kind of reverse. And I was like, oh, so so happening. so how does this work? And, yeah. and uh, anyway, I was kind of picking his brain a little bit. And then uh, and anyway, I took his number and I was like, well, I could do that. I could I could do this. I could. And anyway, I, I got I got a measure of confidence. I I, I knocked my fair share of doors uh, yeah. as a missionary before and uh you know man, selling religion is way harder than uh <laughs> than offering a, a free trial to uh even to uh anyway it, it, i was yeah i was selling a free trial to uh to water softener it's like what was the commission on those uh like 100 bucks hmm. type of thing but i didn't have to actually sell anything i just had to get i just had to get them to commit to the uh to the to the trial so it was, okay. it was, it was a 30-day trial and then uh then i got and anyway, then i got another like 50 bucks for uh Reverse osmosis. So this is like two, this is early. This is long. This is like this is like twelve years ago. Anyway, feels like 
feels like a hundred years ago, but anyway, but just, uh, anyway, just, just learning to hustle, learning to, and, you know, learning on the fly and just not being afraid of trying new things. Um, anyway, so yeah, I, this guy, he's, he's trying to, he's trying to train me and to, you know, teach me his, his script and things. And, uh, and I, and I took a script and, and kind of sort of worked through that and things. And, um, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going to do, I'm just going to do it my own way. I, I was like, you know, just, you know, just, just and I was like, I just, <laughs> I just kind of, I kind of blew him off, and uh, and and because like, gosh, man, I'm actually not having as much success as I thought, and and so I went back and was like, all right, well, okay, teach me your script. And <laughs> maybe I don't know everything, and <laughs> I've, I've seen some refs do that for sure. Yeah, so yeah, so so humbled, and uh, but anyway, but just but just the opportunity of uh, of being able to write my own ticket. And uh, that that uh, if I provide more value, then I can make more money. Yeah, I can do. Uh, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned from uh, from from door to door sales or other other types of marketing or other types of sales is 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 just personal development in general. I uh, I, I I I got to where I was I was reading you know at, you know, at least two three books a month on just on sales on people on leadership. Just and just developing my own, my own personality and my own character type of thing. That uh, that I I needed to at first become somebody that was attractive, before I could attract, yeah, other great people type of thing. Um, anyway, we we didn't never really serve around each other uh, as uh, on the mission, but uh, but I had kind of a reputation of being a little bit uh, coarse, or uh, abrupt, which. I don't know why you're chuckling. You think, but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a lot of. My point is, I had a lot of work to do yeah. on myself before I was the kind of person that could actually handle success. That could, or that, uh, or, or that, that people could actually, you know, stand to be around me enough to to want to even work with me, or to have, or to build a, you know, any kind of rapport or trust. This anyway, that I I had to do the work in the trenches myself yeah. before I could get to this point. Which I, I see that a lot. Uh, in leadership, and I, I've spoke to a lot of our leaders about that. Is I feel like when you get thrown into leadership, it's going to expose all your weaknesses. Absolutely, which is a good thing if you want to get better. And if you're feeling like it's painful, then maybe leadership isn't for you. But because it's hard, it's it's not the easy route. That's for sure. And there's, I think one of the biggest things you can do if you're in leadership is to work on yourself. Absolutely. The more you grow as a person, the the more well-rounded you are. Like you said, the more attractive you are to other people that want to look up to you or want to follow you or want to be around you, the more influence you'll have. And so I, I think, I can't remember who said it, but the best investment I think is in yourself. 100%. So I'm, I'm huge on that. And that, that's cool to hear about uh, personal development. Well, I'm going to check real quick. Um, I don't think we have any other questions. We've kind of covered everything. If somebody wants to... You know, we're getting into the last quarter here of the year pretty soon. If somebody does meet with their accountant, they know they're going to have federal tax liability. They think this would be a good fit. Who should they reach out to? What's the best contact info? I guess I'm giving out my uh, my cell phone number. Or you here. could do email. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. You can probably, probably email is going to be it's probably going to be better. Uh, okay. I I'm happy to give my my cell phone out anyway. So uh, I, I I get hassled by uh, extended car warranties all the time. They have my number. So I, what's what's the difference? We can get take. <laughs> anyway, my uh, my email address is dan d a n at accessenergy.com. Access is spelled with an X instead of two C's. So a x e s s energy.com. Uh, my number is 435-406-1793. And uh, anyway, happy to help, happy to answer any questions. Um, if, if uh, Just like Brandon said, you know, I mean, get, get your deductions. Take, your, take your, uh, your home office deductions, you know, your mileage and things like that. And anything, you know, you know get it down as much as you can. But, uh, and, but, the, but the thing is, when you're making 80000 you know, you know, $60,000, dollars $80, a year, those things have a lot bigger impact. When you're making two and three hundred plus or whatever, your home office deductions or whatever, it doesn't have as much of an impact. And, and just like Brandon says, you have to get a little bit more creative and uh, and more intuitive about. Anyway, the, the the rules are different. 
or yeah. the, or the more proactive. Yeah. You have to be proactive. Yeah. And that, and that it's actually been a cool thing. Like I've, I've been there for the years where it's, I wait till the next spring. I sit down with my account and it's like, what's your write-offs here? They are boom. We're out pretty simple process. And then as I moved more into like, we're strategizing all along the year, I actually thought it'd be really lame and boring, but it's been super fun and cool. And it's been cool to learn about this stuff. Absolutely. Because especially the stuff that I try and do is all IRS to code right down the middle of the fairway, super safe. These are all outlines that the IRS is given to take advantage of tax credits and um, tax strategies. And so it's awesome when you find things like that that are super legit, that if you did get audited, you're crystal clean, you're playing by the rules and you're still saving money. And that's where everybody can win. Right, right. All right, guys, do we have any questions, Jake? Um, the last one's kind of a hypothetical. It was just saying, so hypothetically, I can deduct the depreciation, refund my prepaid taxes, thanks to the ITC, and then get a refund rebate from the, ten, from the state for 10%. So I don't know what is being heard on the microphone with Jake in the background, but somebody was just asking hypothetically if they've already been paying taxes all along the year, and then they take advantage of this tool, the tax credits, are they gonna get that money back? Yes. Okay. Refund. Cool. Yep. And then they get the state refund. Yeah. And I think it's good to clarify that whether you're a Florida resident, California, Idaho, wherever you can get the Utah tax refund. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's a, it's a refundable state tax credit, it works as it works just like a refund. Cool. So, or excuse me, or a rebate. Which means basically no matter where you live, you could own a solar commercial solar project in Utah and lease it to a commercial uh, business owner yep. and take advantage of all the tax strategies. Yeah, we did, we did a project last year where uh, one, of the owners was in, one of the owners of the projects was in Texas, the other one was in California, and they just filed a state, a state return, and uh, anyway, and, and then the state wrote them a check. And are these like a lot of doctors, lawyers, people, high-income people coming to you guys? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Entrepreneurs, yeah. whoever. Entrepreneurs, sales yeah. professionals, uh, cool. yeah, lawyers, doctors. Cool. Absolutely. Okay. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode.